You have to have that unique voice. You have to be genuine and you need to do it in a way that is going to be relatable. Welcome to Down the Rabbit Hole, a podcast for creators, where we stream live every Wednesday, 8 p.m. on Twitter Spaces. On tonight's episode, I wanted to talk about Devin Nash's take on why no one watches your content. And one of the main reasons that I wanted to bring this up is he brought up a interesting point where content is something that's manufactured, something that we have to do, something that we need to produce. And we essentially took the art form out of uh, creating content and the creativity part uh, of content itself. It's uh, essentially something that we now need to do with checking off boxes for an algorithm. And while, yes, we are trying to earn views and engagement with our content, our viewers essentially can tell whether or not we actually put heart effort and original thought into it. And I wanted to know what your opinion on that was, Morph. I think that's a really insightful point by Devinish and by you. And I can I can definitely see it, you know, back in the day, and I don't even know how to quantify that, but people, there were fewer creators. Fewer creators, fewer places meant that there had to be a lot more quality in what we were doing and there was less content to be consumed. As the industry started to grow, more and more people came out, more platforms started to exist, more content was out there, and you really had to work the algorithms in order to get yourself noticed. You had to do yep. different things. You had to push out more quantity in order to, to stand out and have people notice who you are. So I think that that probably created that degradation in the quality of content. And like you said, had people checking boxes to get things out there. We have a checklist now. We know that we have to have a hook between like three and eight seconds or whatever. We know we have to have CTA in there. We know we have to hit certain things and, and phrasing certain ways and make sure we have thumbnails and tags and all this. We have boxes literally that we are checking on our content to get it out there. And like a machine, we talk about batch creation. Batch creation Absolutely. doesn't sound to me like quality. Uh, that is all too true, and it's hitting the nail on the head. And another point I wanted to throw in to support what you just said there is that Devin Nash noted that we as creators are focusing on the wrong things, specifically with production quality and equipment. Now, this is a touchy subject because it's not to say that our high-end mics, cameras, DSLRs, what have you, don't add any value to our content. They enhance it. But the question that I have for you and for other creators out there listening is how does it help tell your story or how does it narrate what you are trying to convey to your audience? Because if you have all the fancy equipment, all like the right settings for your sure SMB mic, how exactly will you get uh, your audience to be invested in uh, what you're trying to showcase to them? That's a valid point. Don't waste your money on specific expensive gear when you first get started because it isn't what's going to bring people to your stream. It isn't what's going to keep people on your stream. Yes, having a good sounding mic is important. Having a good looking image is important 
but those things alone aren't going to attract people or keep them on your stream. You, your personality, your style, your charisma, all of that stuff is what's going to keep people on the stream. As you're promoting yourself, those aspects, if you're able to demonstrate those in very on social media, whether it's through Word on Twitter or visuals on TikTok or YouTube Shorts, those are going to bring people to your stream. But your camera exactly. shouldn't matter. There's plenty of creators I know that are still using a, a Logitech C-something camera, yep. and they have hundreds of viewers. It, it, it really oh, yes. doesn't always matter. XQC. There's nothing super fancy about his setup and he pulls 80,000 people per stream, you know? So it's not it's not the quality of your gear. It's your personality. Absolutely. And going off of what you said about personality, Devin Nash uh, said this. And what's really great is that it's essentially hitting on a topic that myself, you, Dom as well, it's all about storytelling and really like we've been saying recently 2023 is the year of the storytelling content creator sure it's one thing to give an educational piece or to give guides on how to do something but if you're able to evoke some kind of emotion out of your audience whether it's inspirational emotion or even comedic moments too that i think that's the kind of content that will really hit home year is as videos or anything that uh, tells a story that your audience can really relate to uh, what do you think about that Morph? content creation never stays the same and tying back to the original point i think you see a lot of people come in with initial quality and then as you have everybody jump on it then it starts to be degraded as people just go into that factory, that assembly line mode again. Because it's so oversaturated and so much content just feels the same. I think storytelling is bringing an aspect to content creation that not everybody's going to be able to do. I'm uh, No offense to anybody that's, that is a, mainly an FPS player, but you aren't going to be a storyteller. With one exception, my right. friend Slade Skirata12. Um, he literally writes stories based on his content. Like... Call of Duty. He he will write an entire story around that. So with that exception, um, I think that there are very few gamers out there who are actual storytellers. And I think that you know, there's obviously still a place for everybody. But I think that you know, if you're not trying to relate to your audience in ways that you mentioned, I think that you're you're not going to catch on to this trend. I wanted to touch on that point uh, about essentially gameplay clips and both Harris Heller and Devin Nash mentioned that this is one of the problems for gaming creators out there is it's become an oversaturation to upload game clips like mm. moments where you beat a boss level or moments where you hit a sick clip in Call of Duty things like that which have essentially almost every FPS gamer or every uh, gamer that does or even to the Soulsborne level too, um, where it's very insane in-game moments that only pertain to the player or streamer uh, who accomplished it. And sure, there's probably uh, people out there who could quote unquote relate to that by saying like, "Oh, hey, I remember that moment too in that boss battle or um, hitting that sick clip, like a similar sick clip," but 
like you were saying too, like that doesn't essentially convey like an emotion out of your uh, audience that can they can truly deep down relate to and i think that's uh this is also to say that sometimes with like just chatting streamers or with podcasting like uh, the con having like a conversation with your audience and being able to use words instead of just gameplay to uh, compel your audience to relate with you that that's the kind of content that that will hit this year your epic headshots your amazing boss battles they work well in two places in my opinion two places only they work well for you watching it by yourself yep. and they work well live they are not mm -hmm. going to work well consistently on youtube or on tiktok or any other short form platform because nobody cares it's not it's not interesting content because it is there's a million videos like that out there right one of the things you need to do one of the ways you want to kind of be better at this art form of creating content is by doing something unique and entertaining not just entertaining absolutely unique and entertaining and that isn't unique it's it's just not unique fair enough and speaking of uniqueness morph a point that Devin Nash made uh, was um, in order some of, uh, some of the ways to really tell your story and to convey it to your audience is to have emotion yourself, pour uh, something like a piece of you into your content. And uh, at times, too, for him, at least um, a lot of his content, he quote unquote says a lot of my content actually comes from anger and something that he's annoyed about that isn't being talked about and wants to showcase it to the world and his anger and his um i guess passion behind it like uh, to really like put it in the face of his audience and with how much detail he goes into it uh, you can tell from like his tone and voice and also uh, his specific uh, words uh, on it that like it's that it's important to him and therefore if you're able to showcase that how much this con your content is important to you that reflects on the parts of your audience as well and that leads to the re relatability that you and i were talking about too um i wanted to get your opinion on that of like creating content that you really want to put emotion into and also even if it means coming from like a place of anger or taking a stand uh, on something like almost uh, like controversial uh, topics but not necessarily like really uh, um like with any social issue um what do you think about having social issues like that as uh, the story and your content morph well, creating content is an art form. I think it, it ties into that quality aspect, ties into that storytelling aspect. It ties into that relatability aspect. I think when you are passionate about something, when you're letting your, your true feelings be known about something, there's a different level that you hit where you're connecting with people. It's more engaging. It's more um, attractive to people to watch that because they can see, they can sense that raw emotion you have and there's just something about that that makes them want to watch it more and that helps you right. get whatever point it is you're trying to get out there whether they agree with it or not they're probably going to keep watching it so you know finding something 
that makes you mad or makes you really excited or whatever, I think in, in putting that out there as part of your content really does hit hit a nerve, you know, um, from a, on a personal stand, personal note, I can say that, you know, some of my best streams, some of my best content I put out there are ones where I'm mad about something, where I'm frustrated right. at the way that things are happening and I just record it. And I think people um, really relate to that because because my raw um, emotion about it is going to touch them. It's going to touch somebody that feels that same way. And going off of uh, your personal live streams that came from a place of you wanting to pour your passion into a topic that isn't being spoken about as much, something uh, to support that is uh, with, let's say uh, there's uh, an it, there, there's a social issue that isn't being spoken about. Um, we can I'll even speak for myself when I say like a certain upcoming game uh, that has a lot of people divided over um being able to speak on that and to essentially say like hey here's my stance and why that's a problem for marginalized groups that essentially helps with the relatability because the people within those marginalized groups will say hey this uh, person is an ally or is standing up uh, for what i believe in and uh, it opens up avenues uh, of uh, um, connections uh, to make with those potential viewers and uh, your new audience. I think that getting your opinion out there is good. I think that right. not everybody's going to like what you say. You know, that's that's just that's just a fact. Um, yep. And I th but I think that when you're passionate about it one way or the other, I think even the people that don't like your opinion about something are going to respect the fact that you're being honest at least i would hope they would in reality they're probably just going to hate it even more but at least you're being honest and, and you're not just uh being patronizing you know you're not just throwing that hot take out there just to throw it out there to get a a rise out of people um i think that 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 definitely makes a difference but yeah one of the last points that devin nash made was that you don't have a unique voice or you don't have a it's not just with like your specific voice but making sure that you as an individual have certain things that you stand for or a very specific story that's truly and only unique to yourself that helps you stand out amongst the crowd and really makes you unique uh, what do you think about that more i don't think you can manufacture it i think whatever right. it is in terms of uniqueness and what you say it is going to come down to how you present it it's going to come if it's coming from a place of genuine emotion and, and genuine feeling i think that that's what's going to lend to your uniqueness people listen to me uh, a certain pe number of people listen to me anyway um and it's mm -hmm. not because i'm saying anything different than many 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 other people out there creators out there i think one thing that is different for me is that I am, I try to be as genuine as I can in what I say and how I say it. And I think that that comes through. Um, I think that my emotion about things comes through um, when, when I say something to the effect of you have to be consistent if you want to make it because that's just how everything works. That's not really anything different than other people say. Some people will word that 
in a way that is less um, aggressive, I guess. But that doesn't make it unique. That just makes it pleasing to a wider audience. What, but when I say something like that, and I say it, you know, without mincing words, that uh, that lends to the uniqueness of what I'm trying to say. And that I think that makes a difference. I think that's basically how we can wrap this all together too is that when it comes to you being a unique creator like making sure that you're making a difference not only with your content but truly with yourself to really stand out uh, um, from everyone else and to essentially where it at the point where it's like you yourself are the content and that's uh, as tying this all together too is um one of the reasons why no one watches you is that you need to really find something about yourself, maybe even multiple things to help you essentially break break the norm and uh, really uh, truly like become the unique uh, version of the creator that you are. And that essentially it's unlocking your hidden potential. You have to have that unique voice. You have to be genuine. You need to be honest when you're saying things and you need to do it in a way that is going to be relatable. If you can kind of put those things together, that will bring a different level of of sincerity to your content, which gives it that kind of quality that you're not going to get from people that are just checking boxes and your content's going to stand out. Thanks so much for hanging out, everybody. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to like and share the podcast. Don't forget we are here every Wednesday on Twitter Spaces at 8 p.m. If you have a comment or an idea for a future episode, make sure to drop us an email at downtherabbithole at elevated.media. Thanks. Have a great day.